This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hello, everybody. This is Tom Jacobs uh, from tdjacobs.com. Welcome to another show of The Soul's Journey. Um, and on the show, I try to uh, – well, I do expose you to the – the alternative ways that that I look at astrology that are that are informed by uh, channeled wisdom. That's kind of that's kind of one of the big ideas here. So I take um, you know evolutionary astrology, which is in fact kind of a niche uh, thing within the larger astrological community, looking at how people change over time in this life as well as over many lives. And then what I'm adding to it is a set of channel perspectives from uh, spirit guides with whom I work quite often mine and others, um, but also uh, the wisdom of an ascended master who is this uh, disembodied being who hangs around to, uh, to help us understand what's happening. So uh, sometimes I've, I've been finding myself the last few days uh, desiring to, to, to qualify you know, the label astrologer uh, several times, uh, and uh, you're going to get a taste of that next week on the show uh, where I have a, a, a gracious, generous, brave uh, client who agreed to kind of be a guinea pig. So you're actually going to hear on on the air um, uh, a half-hour reading that I do for her that's, that's looking at a couple past life parts that were speaking to her through dreams and fears, and then how I made contact and integrated them. So you get to hear how, uh, yes, I'm an evolutionary astrologer in a channel, but you're going to get a taste of what a session with me is actually like when it doesn't sound like it's about astrology. So that's going to be next week. I'm excited for you to hear that. Um, so the first half of the show is going to be roughly this this reading or roughly the first half of the show. Let's get the let's get the modifiers in the right places, uh, Jacobs. Uh, but then um, the, the the last part of the show is kind of a debrief where she and I had a, a, a follow up conversation uh, the next day after the session. I said, you know, what's going on? How are you adapting and and working on different affirmations uh, and uh, doing a little follow up work so she can uh, fine tune the process of integrating these past life parts, which which are emotions. And you know, at the very end of that conversation. She says uh, she's willing to come on the air and do that with me because I gave her the example of The Soul's Journey 3, a case study, the book, uh, which is you know my stories of my own uh, past lives, 19 of my own uh, soul's other lives, and how I deal with the emotional imprints that come through to me today. So um, when it all comes down to it, uh, it gives you a taste of uh, how, my, how my work is changed by all of this uh, non-astrology stuff and adding to the karmic uh, you know, uh, way of looking at astrology, evolutionary astrology. So that's next week. Anyway, um, tonight it's about um, some stuff that's happening in the sign of cancer. Jupiter, uh, the planet of um, bigness, gifts, expansion, opportunity, and hope, enters the sign of cancer uh, as of a couple days ago, as well as uh, now we're in uh, day two of Mercury retrograde, also in cancer. And so I'm going to talk about um, an different alternate ways to look or, or enriched uh, ways to look at the sign of cancer and how to understand these two uh, transits uh, that have that seem to have uh, 
very different mandates. Mercury retro- retrograde asking you to rethink something about uh, your your Cancerian, your lunar, you know, your moon related ways of being, thinking, feeling, and then Jupiter and Cancer, you're supposed to expand in those same exact ways that seems to be a little contradictory. And and, um, so I want to kind of phrase those together in one sentence for you, so to speak, uh, in in one hour. Um, First, a couple of announcements. I want you to mark uh, your calendars for Monday, July. And that is going to be the next free call on uh, one of the channel books that I brought through from the set of Master Jehudi. We did the last one last month on Approaching Love in, in, uh, in early June. And, uh, and this next one is July 15th, and it's Monday, uh, I believe it's at 6 p.m. Pacific for an hour. And it's on understanding loss and death. And uh, you can get Jehudi Speaks, which is the four – uh, the compilation of four channel books. Uh, you can get that through uh, Amazon or my site, tdjacobs.com. Uh, and then also you can get each book individually if you want. But I recommend getting Jehudi Speaks partially because just having those four books in one place, it will change your life. And I'm eager to have you experience what it's like to have your life changed for the better simply by interacting with the words, like the printed words in a book. So that is actually not available through Kindle or as an ebook, but it is available as a paperback. And more people are starting to catch on to this, and um, uh, it's good. It's good. So the sales on that are increasing, and I just wanted to get it in your hands. You can get that through me or, or Amazon. Actually, through Amazon, right now, all of my paperbacks are 10% off, just a FYI. Um, also, uh, thanks to those of you who have been uh, sending in some bucks to, uh, as donations to support the show. That's important, and I really uh, appreciate your energy and time and money in doing so. And uh, for, for anyone who wants to support the show, uh, it is needed at this point, and you can do that through tdjacobs.com forward slash soul, S-O-U-L dot H. HTML. That's the page where you can read a show description of what you're listening to, uh, but also where you can download individual episodes if you are not subscribed to the podcast or, or not into iTunes or, or uh, the, the, the whatever uh, related stuff. Um, and also there's a donation button on there, so that's, that's much appreciated. And the last uh, announcement kind of ties into what I'm going to talk about today, which is the, the Jupiter in Cancer video on YouTube. And I have that uh, on my homepage, tdjacobs.com, on the left-hand side of the page. So if you go to tdjacobs.com, you can you can see this video easily. You don't have to search on YouTube. And um, so I want to talk a little about that and also the uh, the Mercury retrograde. So so I'm going to start with the Jupiter and Cancer thing. I'm going to summarize a couple of the points that I go into in the video. Um, the the basic idea is Jupiter seeks to or brings the energy of bigness. And expansiveness wherever it goes. The sign of cancer is the way of being that is relating emotionally to self and other. So we have emotional sensitivity. We have feelings and emotions. And when our experience is kind of filtered through that lens, that's the sign of cancer. It does have to do with our needs or how we go about perceiving and meeting our needs and understanding and sensing them. It has to do with uh, belonging and a sense of safety and security. So tonight's show is actually called uh, Rethinking uh, Safety, or you could also think of it as you know Rethinking Safety and Security, because as Jupiter hits Cancer, you're supposed to expand into Cancer, into this Cancerian uh, vibe, lunar vibe. If there are parts of you, whether 
you identify with them or they're coming to the surface now. But if there are parts of you that don't feel safe in the world, you know, that's bigger now. If you have nostalgia for the past, that's bigger now. You know, if you have a need to connect with people, I mean, all humans do, but if your need is unmet, the sense of that being lacking in your life will be bigger now because Jupiter has entered or the sign of cancer. If anything in the Cancerian way of being is out of whack in your world, it will be augmented right now. Now, it can look like, oh, that longing, that, that feeling, that nostalgia, even that sentimentality or melancholy or whining is bigger. The actual deal that you should walk away with, which is why I'm doing a show on it tonight and did that, that video for you on YouTube, the actual opportunity is in Stepping into what we are feeling, getting grounded, getting clear about it so we can move through it. The fact is that as an energetic being, it means that you're an emotional being. Like that's my, that's my thing about every human. You're actually an energetic being. You know, we could talk about it in terms of what we think of as spirituality. Uh, you are a, you know, this is how it comes through a lot when I do the Jehudi thing. Uh, you are a sliver of divine consciousness. Well, that's great. That's one way of talking about it, but essentially your energy in physical form. That's just the, the basic idea. We experience energy as emotion. So Jupiter entering the sign of cancer a couple days ago for about a year augments the sensitivity, the, the ability to sense uh, information, the ability to be in touch with our feelings if we allow ourselves to. So essentially, you may need to, you know, in a, this is kind of weird to say, but in a front-end loaded way, you may need to cry. <laughs> you may need to process some emotions and speak something loudly. You may need to voice anger, frustration, contempt, resentment. You may need to, you know, be angry that your need isn't being met right now. But then you have the responsibility to move through that, not hold everybody accountable for your problem, but work on it step by step, but you can't deal, you can't work on something until you know what it is. So Jupiter entering a sign says this has to get bigger. And so, you know, you, dear listener, you have the option of letting that be a problem or letting it be and, you know, augment your repertory in relating to moving through and dealing with your emotions. Some people who, you know, are on earth. <laughs> may not have that directly happening, but maybe may seem or feel surrounded by others who do. Meaning, maybe I don't have that kind of sense of need. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times jehudi speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now a compilation of four channeled books jehudi speaks explores karmic relationships our relationships with animals loss and death of all kinds why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred, and how to end it. 
and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. We all need support on the spiritual path. Raising consciousness is a must if we are to shed paradigms, beliefs, and habits that do not serve us. Tom Jacobs, host of The Soul's Journey, brings through Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and St. Germain, each month near the full moon to support and boost your evolution. Each call includes a deep grounding process, empowering affirmations to release stagnant or borrowed energies, emotions, and beliefs, and energy work on each caller to further healing, evolution, and growth. These monthly events are refreshing, profound, cathartic, deep, and fun. Get the details on the next full moon grounding and release call with Ascended Master Jehudi and MP3s of past calls at tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Back to the Soul's Journey. This is uh, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and um, thanks for your patience with our with any uh, technical issues. We are having Mercury retrograde, and also um, uh, sometimes things happen. Uh, so I was in the middle of um, uh, several interwoven soapboxy uh, related diatribes, and um, I'm just going to kind of pick up one of the threads that I can see lying on the floor. We'll see if it uh, if it makes sense to you, uh, continue, you know, uh, continuity wise. Um, if you're somebody who I was talking about Jupiter and Cancer and how uh, the need is to expand through Cancerian energy, through emotions, if you're not feeling that, you're going to be surrounded by people who are. There are going to be other people around you who do have that sense. And so let them reflect to you what can happen when you dive into an emotion or you try to hold something back but have to go into it. So this is kind of bigness happening in the sign of Cancer. Full story is in that video on YouTube, uh, Jupiter and Cancer. Just look up Tom Jacobs, Jupiter and Cancer, or go to tdjacobs.com. It's on the home page. I think it's like 15, 16 minutes long. Um, so that's the Jupiter and Cancer thing. Bigness through feeling. Uh, but you have to move through things. You have to actually learn how to do it. Now, the other, the other thing that's happening, Mercury retrograde in Cancer. And, and I, w- I would love to take this opportunity to uh, dispel some... Uh, baloney about Mercury retrograde in general. And because it's Mercury retrograde, I cannot remember what I might have said about Mercury retrograde on this show in the past, but I've been doing the show long enough to cover uh, one cycle thus far. Uh, so this will be the second Mercury retrograde cycle that we're, we're doing, I'm doing the show in. But um, essentially, there's a very important thing about speed and rhythm. Uh, it looks like things aren't working, and that is, you know, something that happens on the material plane, but there's an opportunity to become aware of your 
thought patterns, your motivations to do things, your interests, and the filters of mind. Meaning none of those things, including the tools and machines in your life, are going to work 100% as expected during this time. Schedules will need to change, and your priorities and how things get done will need to shift as well. So I want you to take a deep breath and get grounded and chill out. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, because to get grounded is to become stable enough to deal with whatever may come up in your life. If there are machines that are not working in your environment, let it be okay. Let it tell you what's happening instead of seeming to be, you know, an impediment to uh, the way that your time should be functioning. For three weeks every year, I'd love for you to mark your calendar. For three weeks every year, sorry, three times, three weeks every year, total about nine weeks, this happens. So you're on Earth. You're not going anywhere. So just mark your calendar already. Pay attention to it and allow this thing to unfold. Every Mercury retrograde rethinking, re redoing, replanning, rescheduling. Allow it to happen. You know, if if, if we're something like um you didn't plan something well and so now you have to deal with Mercury retrograde, like whatever, you can adjust your you can adjust your thing. But you're on Earth, it's happening. You cannot get away from it. But you have a choice on how to respond to the energies working a little differently. You know, outer planet retrogrades happen for about five months every year, and we don't notice them quite so much because, you know, they don't relate to all of the mental processes that happen every day, all day, which Mercury does. So every every planet except sun and moon has a period of retrograde, um, uh, not every year, but, but, but a lot of them too. And uh, so... Um, you know, so how are you going to approach that? So, so your mind is working differently. How, you know, um, ideas become speech is going to work a little differently. Uh, for me, doing astrology and channeling and mediumship readings during Mercury retrograde, sometimes over the years has been uh, ridiculous, meaning I, I have no idea how I'm getting this thought or how I'm putting, going to put it into words. But um, but more more than that, it's been it's very interesting, and I almost kind of step back and step out of the way, and I kind of wait and see what will happen. Which next week, as I mentioned, uh, my brave client uh, Marine is going to uh, going to share some stuff with you on the air, and and uh, that reading had a weird thing. And during the reading, I wasn't thinking about it being Mercury retrograde, something of a mental or communication process working differently, but it. It completely, it completely does fit. You're just going to have to listen. There's a teaser for you. But something that even I was not expecting, and, and I'm essentially expecting the unknown, <laughs> expecting anything, when I dial up people's past life parts and start talking to them. And, and even now, you know, a decade into doing this work and, and, and being very solid with it and being able to guide people through any kind of difficult process during a reading, I was even surprised at what happened. So, so that's the, the, the other teaser for next week. So Mercury retrograde in Cancer, what are you feeling? How are you feeling? Why are you feeling? Should you be feeling, right? Uh, this thing that I've been working with lately where uh, just working with my own uh, highly uranium personality where if you ask me what I'm feeling, uh, a small percentage of the time, maybe 5% of the time, a part of me will step forward and say, I think I'm feeling this. And, uh, you know, recently I've had the experience of a friend saying, well, wait a minute, that's 
not really what I was asking you. And so I have to say, right, right, right. The thought about the feeling, you know, is sometimes an issue. So Mercury retrograde in Cancer is going to open that up. You know, what are you feeling? If you respond with a statement of your thoughts, it's a call to understand better or to go into to look at your relationship with feelings and emotions. I think a huge part of this, I mean, major, maybe even 80% of the opportunity for a lot of people, you know, when they get beyond the fax machine and the car and the watch and the cell phone, whatever, whatever objects may not work that can, that can distract us during Mercury Retro. Um, I think one of the major opportunities is going to be understanding needs, perceiving what is needed uh, by self and other. How do you respond to what you need? How do you think about that? I mean, how do you conceptualize the idea of a need, the reality of need? You know, a lot of people might have a sense of, well, I know I need to exercise a certain number of times a week to kind of feel sane. I, I know I need to, uh, you know, this is how I'm wired sexually. So that kind of contact is, this is kind of what I need there. Um, this is how my body responds to certain foods. And this is kind of what happens if I eat at 10 at night or if I don't eat at 10 in the morning. And, you know, all these different things about the body, we, we have a certain level of awareness about that if we're paying attention. If you're not paying attention, this is going to be the opportunity to have a wonderful crash course because Mercury retrograde in Cancer says, please think about that and rethink it and step back and view your assumptions and your habits about Cancerian lunar ways of being. But then Jupiter in Cancer says, you actually right now have the opportunity to expand through the Cancerian lens. So as I said, perhaps the seemingly contradictory messages of jump in with Jupiter, but step back with Mercury retrograde, the step back would be to become more aware of patterns, more aware of assumptions. So I think this is very interesting that Mercury ret goes retrograde in Cancer, you know, basically just when uh, it's within a, a day or a half a day or something uh, of Jupiter entering the sign. And so there's a lot of focus right now on Cancer. And of course, we just had the summer solstice, you know, four, four ish days ago, and that is when the sun enters. And that's, uh, you know, the sun entering a cardinal sign uh, is, is also an interesting opportunity. It puts the, it puts the, the giant light of the sky, as I call it, the transiting sun, on Cancerian issues. And then Jupiter goes in Cancer. And then Venus has already been in Cancer, and Mercury has already been in Cancer, but, but stations and, and turns retrograde. So there's just a huge focus right now on this idea of needs, you know, this idea of needs and, and what it means to be nurtured and what you need to be nurtured. Uh, for my own part, I am uh, trying on for size various ways of enhancing my ability to sleep because I'm having a transiting Uranus in, in Aries uh, right on my natal de uh, descendant. And I, and I realized today that it's not just the descendant, but basically Uranus transiting like that to any angle is going to uh, bring up a sense of perhaps restlessness, but, but definitely kind of uh, energizing in a new way. And so I've been having that happening and noticing that my sleep isn't going that well. So, so right now, I have, there's a tremendous focus in my little universe, you know, my personal to me universe, on getting the sleep thing together. Because I notice that my reserves and my patience and my ability to do certain things in my world, you know, obviously uh, dependent on um, 
health being in order, including sleep. So that's where my focus is right now. And I've, I've also recently gone back to eating uh, more raw again. Uh, uh, if this freaks you out, that's, you know, I can't take responsibility for that. But I, I, do, eat, I do eat raw meat. I, I do do that in a, in a very sensible, intentional, controlled way, uh, meaning I don't, you know, get it off a truck on the side of the highway where I don't know where it comes from. It's organic and grass-fed. And, um, but anyway, so I've been back to that, and, and I did, I've done this off and on for, um, I want to say, se- about seven years. And it's really good for me. And so I'm noticing that as well. So that's kind of where some of my attention is, too. And, of course, uh, the third kind of big category for me is just emotional processing and realizing that it is not, like, the, 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 the thing is not simply to feel I mean, if you're not feeling, you need to feel it. But when you are feeling it, then uh, you need to be able to move through it. And again, this is one of the huge opportunities. So as Jupiter's here, we have to do it. But the sense of, you know, abundance now can come through the lens of cancer. So clean up what's in your heart. Clean up what's in your fourth chakra. You know, and actually speaking of that, uh, I forgot to announce at the top of the show that uh, the recent full moon event was awesome as usual uh, and uh, from June 22nd and you can get the uh, the mp3 and go through this almost hour-long process with Jehudi where he talks a lot about needs uh, the Capricorn full moon Sun and cancer moon and Capricorn uh, and you can get the don the the uh, um, mp3 on a donation basis through tdjacobs.com go to go to tdjacobs.com forward slash time and go to the calendar date of June 22nd, and at the bottom of that entry, you'll see the PayPal link to, to send in a donation, and I'll send you the link to download the MP3. It's very useful uh, after the fact. It's just as useful if you're not on the call. You hear it later at any time because you can hear or you can access Jehudi's consciousness. And, and during the call when he says, you know, you're listening to the recording days or months later, perhaps even years later, he says, hey, let me know if you want me to do energy work for you. You say yes, he'll be there. Like, he works outside time, and this recording's a marker. So I encourage all of you to uh, to hear this and, and participate in these calls. And if you can't hear the MP3, or if you can't, you know, participate, make sure you're, you're definitely hearing the MP3. Um, so I'm going to take some uh, caller questions today. Uh, so uh, starting in a few minutes, um, I'm going to give you the number now. Uh, get your birth data and any questions ready. They can be about this, the, the Cancerian opportunities right now, or it can be about anything else. I'm happy to... Uh, talk about anything else, though, though hopefully, you know, you're listening long enough that, you know, I don't do predictive stuff. I can't tell you uh, certain things, and um, I'm not going to do mediumship readings on the spot on the air, but I can certainly intuitively dial in and look at your karma, your karmic story, look at, you know, right now with all this Cancerian stuff, ancestor issues, and stuff we get from our families, and, and how we are connected or not connected, that's, that's a major emphasis of the sign of Cancer. In general, the sense of belonging and being accepted is a major theme here, uh, that you can kind of apply some of my comments about Mercury retrograde and patterns and assumptions, and also uh, Jupiter, the expanding through those things, you know, new community, new kinds of community, but also revisiting how you've created that and how that works in your life. So the number is 877-230-3062. One more time, 877 230 
I think it's um I think it's interesting the wide range of possibilities that we can live through with uh, Cancerian energy because we, uh, you know, it's entirely uh, possible to not be connected. It's entirely possible to live this human journey and have this uh, sense of not being connected. Um, Jupiter in Cancer says the opportunity is to find connection. And if we're going to do the Cancerian thing right, the moon lunar thing right, we're going to create a sense of belonging, even if the people from whom we come or by whom we were raised uh, can't accept us or we can't accept them. There is this uh, channel perspective um, that actually is going to be covered on that uh, free call on understanding loss and death because of uh, adoption. There's a chapter on adoption uh, from both sides, from the perspective of a a parent, a a woman, or a a couple or a family that, that gives up a child as well as from the child who is, who is uh, given to somebody else uh, as a form of loss. But um, uh, it's, very, it's very touching and heartwarming because it talks about uh, the soul contracts between uh, parties in such a situation. And so the Cancerian thing can have us feeling that we are not connected. Um, that, when it happens, Sometimes that does happen when we're very, very young. And so that's why I say that, you know, Jupiter and Cancer, Mercury retrograde and Cancer, uh, may call up nostalgia and melancholy from the past and, and you know, our relationship with our family uh, history, uh, you know, might uh, call up all those things from the past for review. And, um, you know, whether you call in uh, to, you know, talk to me for five or ten minutes or you have a session, or get a soul's journey soundbite. All these, this is very important uh, healing to be done. Um, think about the Jupiterian opportunity for expansion through the lens of Cancer. As I said earlier, feeling more, maybe feeling that you can't hold back uh, things you haven't expressed. You know, but it, this is, it's also true that expansion comes through processing emotions. Um, processing in, in, through, through uh, you know, the lens of cancer is not about necessarily simply talking, but it is about feeling the thing and moving through. So feeling it, holding space for it, or calling somebody like me who holds space for other people's process like this, and then, um, and then moving through it. Basically, as I talked to a client this morning on the phone, it was a reading that we talked a lot about her emotions regarding losing a number of family members in a relatively short period of time. And talking about standing up within grief, standing up within what feels like a storm. And she said to me, oh, I had that experience when I was 14 or 15. I was out in a field with some friends and we got caught in a storm. We, had to, we were in a ditch and we had to figure out how to get back home, how to stand up. So I have, you know, had her... Uh, work with that imagery uh, because that is exactly what uh, you know what what is needed uh, with that. So we do have a caller, uh, Christine. Uh, are you there? Um. Yes. Yes, I'm here. Great, Christine. Is it okay if I share your birth data so people can follow along? Yes, that's fine with me. Okay, great. Thanks. Just trying to be respectful here. Um, so it's May sixteenth, nineteen eighty four. Uh, 5.48 a.m., 
in Johnson City, New York. So let me just finish typing that in. I have to double-check it because of um, Mercury Retrograde. Okay. Uh, okay. Johnson City, New York. Okay, so May 16th, 1984, 5.48 a.m. Okay, great. And you have a 26-degree Taurus rising. Is that accurate? Yeah. Thank you. Okay, great. Now I'll look at the chart, make sure we're looking at the right one. So what's your question, Christine? Um, so what's going on with me right now um, with um, the cancer situation, um, yeah. I'm also thinking about the opposition to that in in my Capricorn, where my my yeah. personal Jupiter is um, and also happens to be in a sort of long transit with Pluto behind it. And what does that mean uh-huh. to me? Um, because uh-huh. I personally don't have any contact with what I consider to be like my cancer, my history, my past. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, there's a, almost no um, past emotional life going on. Like I don't have contact with those people. But then um, at the same time, I think for, for me to grow, does it require how much does it require me looking back and forgiving and repairing those relationships? Do I need to actually do that to to grow mm-hmm. and to move forward? I'm just wondering what you could tell me about that. That might be the best question that anyone could have called in with at this juncture in the show. So thank So, yeah, that's a fabulous question as we look at your chart. You know, one thing is your south node is in the seventh house, Sagittarius, conjunct Sagittarius moon. So at, I just want to paint the story for you. I want to answer your questions and also, like, explain why that's such an important question for you at this stage. Um, the south node in the seventh says sometimes we're defined by other people. You know, and sometimes we're controlled by others. Sometimes we listen to what they tell us till we can't. You know, and so you have moon here, which means that family stuff is very emphasized in a bunch of lives. Doesn't mean it's good or bad. Doesn't mean it's happy or not. But then Uranus is here as well. So there's actually an inborn karmic need for you to explore not being connected. So this question, should I be connected? Should I work through this? This is a central feature of a bunch of lives for you. It's not just, you know, something that you're experiencing now. It's a major karmic uh, long-term event is what I want to say to you. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I, I would ask you to, because you have thought and processed and wondered and all this stuff, like I'll ask you to, you know, think about this whole range of thoughts and feelings that have come up about this and understand that that is the terrain for you to take a stance and go with it but understand, being a human, you need connection. So you have to ask yourself, how important is the family that I was born to and raised by? How important is that connection? Or is this about upgrading community? Is this about changing how I'm connected to people? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, the chosen family, yeah. how to be my own mother and <laughs> re, mm-hmm. um, reimagine myself that way. Well, well, but also way. community. Yes, that too, but also community, because this is about community, but it's about creating a community that can envision the the same kind of future that you can, which means that you believe the same things they do, or at least those things fit together. So it's not only about you growing up and and being your own mother and then perhaps being a mother or blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to dismiss it by saying blah, 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 but it's that, but it's also community. Like Moon Uranus says, I need community, but it needs to be the right community. Needs to be the right community. So, g- given that your Chiron is in the first house conjunct the North Node, so doing independence ha- would mean in, a- in any of these lives 
in a bunch of your life, being independent and wondering how far off on my own should I go? That's a normal question too. So I'll ask you, how do you feel about being independent? It's kind of a big question, but like what feelings occur for you? Do you feel drawn to the people you come from? Or do you just know that community is important and you need a family of some kind? I think that I have found my happiness through being freedom, uh, for being free myself, but also that once I had that, the thing I wanted most was to go back with people and be that in the presence of other people who are also yeah. um, reaching toward that. Yes, yes. So that is a wonderful way to do this, Moon Uranus and Sagittarius in the seventh. Is you know making sure that you are reaching out to people, making sure that you're doing that. So what I w- what I will say to you is because um, I do want to address the Pluto Jupiter transit in a minute, you know, here coming up. But what I what I want to say to you is that um, uh, about this family thing and about the connection thing. Uh, like I say, I, I'm keeping drawn back to, to 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 acknowledge what a big question this is in a bunch of lives. And in some lives, you're going to not break away. In some lives, and you're going to say, oh, I wonder if I could ever find people who can understand me. In other lives, you're going to break away, and then you're going to say, I wonder if I should not have broken away or how to mend this gap. So what I want to tell you now is that, that your, your consciousness, your energetic field and your psyche is frankly going to be full of some transcripts of those inner dialogues. Like you're going to have a lot of thoughts and feelings and over the long period of time. What I want to tell you is if you can alter your relationship with the family you come from by looking at them as divine beings who offered to bring you in and set this tension up with you, you can alter your perception of them. It may become, I hope it would become less necessary to have anything in common with them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So this, I, I, I get, I'm getting chills as I say this because I get, I get ramped up about this like crazy, but there is a conspiracy of love between souls who embody as family together. And basically one soul over here says, um, uh, hey, I, I need to go, I need to go, I always get this stupid image in my mind during the cafeteria, and this one is even sloppy Joe and goes, hey, you know what, I'm going to go down there and I need to, I need to explore estrangement. Even, even with a family that's otherwise fine, upstanding people, I might not ever be able to feel that I can belong. And somebody across the way who's eating, like, you know, a salad and some meatloaf raises, you know, the hand and says, hey, yeah, I'll do that. I'll be your mom, and I'll, I'll be weird, and I won't be, able, I won't be approachable. And, hey, this one, I'll be your dad, and I won't understand you, and I won't know how to help you. And, and your soul says, thank you for loving me. And they say, of course, we'll create this crap with you. Because, because that will that. help you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's what I wanted most was to be kicked out of that nest. It was a necessary thing. I'm really trying yes. hard to accept that now. Since I don't think they knew Beautiful. that. But I love Beautiful. them for it. I mean, it's very confusing. Beautiful. So you're getting to the place that your spirit guides, the ascended master, the angels, all these unseen beings who help us want you to get to. Basically, you're, getting, you're, start, you're starting to open up to what soul your soul wants you to get, which is you have to do this and confront the feelings and make choices and rely on your instinct and what you know you need to do for yourself. But some of these choices are very hard. And as you know, you start to get emotional as we talk about it, that release is very important, by the way, Christine, because um, you can let go of the tension from the misunderstanding and the sense of I don't belong here. This is built into your family system. 
all the souls in this in cahoots in your family system are creating this together. So there is so much love there from the souls. Nobody could be born to anybody else without this love being in place, this conspiracy of love being in place. So, so good for you. This is where you need to go. This is very important. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I'll just I'll just mention this. Like, I had I had ongoing, absolutely irreconcilable misunderstandings with my own father, who died uh, about six years ago. Now he's, you know, I do mediumship. He comes back to me sometimes. And and starting the last few weeks when he's come through, I have really felt supported. So basically, six years after he died, he right after he died, he came back to apologize to me for not being supportive. Because when he died, he got all the big picture and said, "Oh, I now I now I understand you. I just my personality couldn't." And so now he comes through, and I actually feel supported. And so I'm like breaking down, crying in the grocery store because my dad's with me, and he actually is supportive for the first time. You know, so so so. But I'm altering that that relationship, and he has passed. But you can alter your perception of this before anybody passes. You can even have contact with them if it is in an an original, unique way where you can acknowledge the conspiracy of love without getting hung up on what the personalities get hung up on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So, so look at them as divine beings is a huge way. And that's, it's a way that a lot of spiritual traditions would say, oh, we'll have compassion. And, and the way I do it is call up the face of this person. And if you need to, one by one in your whole family, but call up the face of this person that you feel estranged from or you have difficulty with or you felt trapped by or whatever it was, and acknowledge the person as a divine being. Acknowledge the soul behind the person as a portion of divine consciousness, as a portion of goddess and God, just as you are, and thank that person for being a teacher. Everybody, actually, every listener should do this with their family right now. <laughs> um, thank that person for being a teacher and acknowledge that you've learned some things, even if it means kind of, quote-unquote, going through fire, right, being going through trials and difficulty with them or not with them. And you can forgive them for everything and forgive yourself for everything. And, you know, that will open up this door and then you conceive of them differently. And all the foibles, all the quirks, all the personality problems, all the things that are issues, you can gracefully alter your relationship with within yourself. And then the relationships between the people, you and the other humans, naturally has to shift. It will shift. It's all about you and how you're perceiving things. And, and even if they have an idea of who you are and it doesn't work for them, it will actually start to soften as you change. As you change. So that's my spiel for you. If that makes, does all that make sense? Yes, thank you. Great, cool. You're still there, cool. So let me just give you a couple sentences on this Pluto-Jupiter transit because I do have another caller I definitely want to get in. Um, natal Jupiter is actually south node ruler for you. So that, from my, in my vocabulary, that's your role in a bunch of lives. Capricorn ninth house, but retrograde. So you're actually, well, you're actually very serious. You're actually um, intentional. You're actually a thinker. You're kind of a, you're kind of a natural born philosopher, but in a very structured way. And so you're going to have a certain way of approaching the world through the lens of I have a belief, I have an idea. There is an ideal, and there is purpose here, but it's retrograde, so you have to rethink that. So what I'm saying, what I, the reason I'm saying it this way is that, in general, over the course of this life, you're always going to have you're, you more than a lot of people will have a very very strong. Well, everyone's got this filter, but yours is going to be very strong of how you interpret things. 
this this filter of how I'm seeing things. You you know, you, and I don't say this as a criticism, but people with this kind of signature can tend to expect the world to be a certain way and then interpret it in terms of that expectation. And that's what philosophers kind of do. You know, that's what we do. I'm one of those people, too. It's a very Jupiterian thing. Um, but it's retrograde, so you have to rethink that. So I say to you, look at these family members as divine beings, and um, and you're like, yeah, wow, yeah, that opens something up. The Pluto transit over this, you know, Uranus squaring it from Aries in the 12th says, release your idea of what's happening, release your idea. And Pluto going over it, uh, you know, it's going to be a two-and-a-half-year transit in total, and that is really about um, bulldozering, if I can use that word, bulldozing, bulldozering. Yeah, it's about r- raising to the ground certain certain uh, senses of who you are and what's really happening here. It, it's about expanding your mind because this Jupiter and Capricorn in the ninth can actually not be that expansive because it's Capricorn. So opening your mind is a huge part of the transit to revolutionize who you are, to raise certain identities to the ground so you can be more authentic and build from the ground up. And that's that's the, the that's the thesis of this Pluto transit for you. Great. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. I'm here from Life Journal. (laughs) Bye. Great, Christine. Bye-bye. We're going to take the second break right now and then come back with, uh, with one more caller. need support on the spiritual path. Raising consciousness is a must if we are to shed paradigms, beliefs, and habits that do not serve us. Tom Jacobs, host of The Soul's Journey, brings through Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and St. Germain, each month near the full moon to support and boost your evolution. Each call includes a deep grounding process, empowering affirmations to release stagnant or borrowed energies, emotions, and beliefs, and energy work on each caller to further healing, evolution, and growth. These monthly events are refreshing, profound, cathartic, deep, and fun. Get the details on the next full moon grounding and release call with Ascended Master Jehudi and MP3s of past calls at tdjacobs.com Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. 
A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And today I'm talking about a, uh, this idea of rethinking safety with uh, Jupiter entering Cancer and Mercury retrograde in Cancer. And this idea of rethinking safety, should we try to hide, you know, build a shell around ourselves and hide away? Should we, should we go forth with this Aries point energy of, this, you know, uh, Jupiter at zero Aries and rush into, you know, confronting emotions and all these questions? And the answer is yes, of course. But Mercury's retro, so we have to rethink how we approach emotions at the same time. So uh, we have one more caller. Her name is Dawn. Dawn, are you there? Hi, Tom. Yeah. Hi, Don. Thanks for calling. Is it okay if I share your birthday now? Sure. Great. July 19th, 1960, 7.45 p.m. in Clarksville, Tennessee. So, so what's your question, Don? Well, I hope that Jupiter entering into cancer means that there's changes coming, mm-hmm. good changes coming for me because I feel like I have been stuck for quite a while, and I'm just mm-hmm. I'm ready for some positive change. Yeah. Could you yeah. elaborate? Definitely. Well, I'll just put your attention on a Neptune transit. Well, first you had your Chiron return a bit ago, and, and that's at, you know, one Pisces in the first. And Chiron's a big deal for you because it's in, in the first house. You know, these are loud planets for us. And so in conjunct series in the first, so nurturing, what do you need? How do you manage emotion? Um, how do you you know, experience other people and your own suffering, like all these questions, you know. And then the Neptune transit at the same time, can you surrender barriers to feeling is, is a big way that Neptune has been talking to you. So that would have you stuck because you would be, well, I guess worst case you'd be wallowing in something or, or best case you'd be really processing and becoming aware of how you experience energy, which is the emotion in your body. Does that... Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I've, been in, I've been processing for sure. Right, exactly. So that requires being stuck. I mean, that just leads to a lack of movement. I mean, that's just what it is. And also, at the same time, those two things opposing Pluto in the seventh. So lots of stuff about relationships and how others see you and how you see others. So just kind of lots of stuff about that. That's the setup. Jupiter entering Cancer is in your fifth house. Fun, play, the present moment. So essentially, I would invite you to give yourself a reprieve from all that processing, which is actually a karmic thing because Pluto is really important to me in the karmic story. Um, you know, it's opposing Chiron, so it's a bunch of lives of encountering Chiron issues and suffering. So give yourself a reprieve from that. Like, like give yourself three gold stars and a pat on the back and two feathers in your cap for what you have been doing. And be free. Decide that you're willing to move more. Jupiter in the fifth is about physical movement. Um, and uh, it's also the, the true black moon Lilith is at one degree cancer for you. Uh, and so Jupiter is now conjunct Lilith, and Lilith is about instinctive response. It's about lower chakras. So for you, moving your body, dancing to move energy, like, like putting on different styles of music and feeling what it feels like. <laughs> 
to have to have those come through your body. You're laughing. Why are you laughing? Tell me. Because I've been I've been dancing today to reggae and then uh-huh. other things that I haven't listened Great. to in so long. Perfect. That is a vehicle for you to come out of that wonderful period of processing that has not felt wonderful because it's being stuck. So anyway, yeah. so that's, so yeah, Jupiter Jupiter here is a huge good thing for you there. The Mercury itself, you're having a Mercury return as it's retrograde. So you you have natal Mercury conjunct Sun in Cancer in the sixth, and it's retrograde. So you're having a Mercury return, which is you know a, a, a kind of um, completing a chapter of your mercurial self. So conjunct Sun in Cancer in the sixth. I'm just kind of making a long story very short, but but um, you know responsibility. You know being of service to people through your heart, through your emotions, and through you know, your creativity and your boldness. And, and right now, this Mercury retrograde for you in Cancer is about, I would, I would offer you, um, let the Jupiter into Cancer um, in the 5th take some of the pressure off the 6th house. Do you, do you understand the difference between the 5th and the 6th? Because I haven't really no. explained it. But do you, you sense the 6th house is service, duty, responsibility, taking one for the team, sacrifice, rolling up the sleeves and doing what other people didn't get up early enough to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> like early bird worm stuff. Yeah. Fifth house is about play, dance, music, laughter, joy. So right now the emphasis for you is in checking some of the sixth house patterns of, oh, well, I should really just be quiet and humble and dutiful and responsible in favor of put on the reggae. You know, like in favor of, yeah, move your hips. Like that's the remedy right now. And, and, and that's why I wanted to preface it with this idea of that Neptune-Chiron transit on your first house thing because you processed enough for now. It, 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 on one hand, it won't ever stop for you, the emotional no. processing. That's part of your job as a human. Not to absorb stuff from people, but to work through things. But, yeah, take some of the emphasis off, off the sixth house which is, can be this kind of, you know, tone of voice, quiet, stayed, collected, and get in that fifth house, which is I want to enjoy myself and be present. So I, unfortunately I'm running out of time, but does that make sense to you? Oh, it does. It really great. does. Great. So that's it's your job. Yes. Thank you so much. Good. Great info. And I've great, know, Don. lighten up Thanks. and have fun and play. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank you for listening and, and calling again some other time. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So we're coming down to the, the very end of the show. Uh, put your attention on the uh, recent Capricorn full moon call and, um, and also the, the Jupiter, you can get through tdjacobs.com forward slash time. Look for June 22nd calendar entry and you'll see a link in there. Uh, and also the, the, the Jupiter and Cancer video, you know, free yourself by allowing yourself to feel. Uh, so thanks for joining me and you can read more about what I'm up to at tdjacobs.com and, and listen next week. You're going to hear a client reading on the air. You can get a sense of how I work with people. Uh, as an astrologer and a channeling medium. Thanks for joining me. Uh, We'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's TD.